Hey everybody, we are live with On The Circuit at Fearless Investing Summit 2023, the first Fearless hosted by Nitrogen. And who better to come on and, and talk to us about the future of Nitrogen than Trisha Rothschild, Nitrogen board member. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks, Johnny. It's great to be here. Yeah, uh, you were up on stage earlier talking about the future direction of Nitrogen. And you know a lot of the folks who will be listening to us weren't here. So we want to just kind of like, Give them some of the some of those pieces of what you talked about and and where nitrogen is is really taking the tech stack for advisors as this kind of new centerpiece to the growth platform. You want to kind of give us the the vision for where you guys are heading? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to. And it's really I think it's really exciting and gratifying to be a part of it, frankly. Um, when I think about who nitrogen serves and and how we impact the industry, I actually start with the end investor which is where the risk number and all of the assets that have been so valuable kind of come to life, right? It's the conversation that the advisor has with the client that really helps the client understand why they're investing in the first place and what it means to them personally um, and objectively, which is another aspect of what the the risk number helps advisors do is engage in that conversation objectively. Yeah. And then you think about the advisor and all of the things that nitrogen can do to better support the advisor um, and so a lot of the things that we talked about here were, especially if you're incorporating more AI, which I know that the nitrogen technology team and the product team and um, all of the leadership is really excited about. Aaron talked on the main stage about you could, you know, be you could serve five times more clients. You could potentially do it at one fifth of the cost or you could raise your fees or you could lower your minimums. Yeah. Because right, yeah. you're 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 you'll be just as profitable, but you can serve more people. All of this is with including more kind of automation and assistance into your practice. So I think there's a lot. Um and, and already in the market it's like the the assistance with the emails, just using, you know, generative AI to help you craft the email and then you can obviously yeah. hone it, you know, make sure it's it's right, but it's a huge time saver. So so there's that. That's like the advisor lens. And then, and this is the other part for me personally, because I spend a lot of my career in more like enterprise software. Mm-hmm. And I also think advisors and the industry itself is kind of growing into these more um, enterprise level, like professional operations. What do what does nitrogen have to offer at the enterprise level, the firm wide level? And then, and that's the stuff that I tended to talk about more here today on the at the keynote, which is enterprise level like controls and dashboards and insights so that the firm who's engaging with the advisors is able to make better business decisions. And ultimately all that stuff can trickle down to the benefit of the end investor. So that's, I think of it that way. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's exciting. What did you think uh, of the pivot from, from Riskalyze to reframing as this growth platform? Was that a, a need that you were very aware of and, and you, and you saw, yeah, yes, this is a perfect spot for us to to reframe ourselves and take this totally new element of the tech stack. So, yeah, it's interesting that you even frame it that way because I think of it as the the branding or the name kind of catching up to what was in market as opposed to the branding itself like being the event. The brand didn't change. The new brand doesn't change the strategy. The new brand doesn't necessarily represent a change in direction, it is more representative of actually what the firm has been doing for a while. And and it's it's cool that that like Riskalyze was so well known and that that asset 
had a lot of value. And of course, if you're going as a as a board member or an executive and you're going through some branding exercise, you don't want to like throw the baby out with the bathwater or or um, underestimate the power of that intangible asset that you have in your brand. Um, so I think I would like to think that we've kind of threaded that needle pretty well because as Aaron talked about here, like the risk number is still a core part of what people can use and talk about. Um, and if you want to, you know, use that language in a, as an advisor in a conversation with a client, like you're more than welcome to, but it also is about these other aspects of the workflow, which allow ultimately the advisory firm to grow. And those are the kinds of things that, already exist in the platform we we will continue to invest in as a firm and that's where the name nitrogen kind of like comes into play so it's it's a little actually more representative of of where the firm is at and where yeah, it's going of what's already been built absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. just uh packaging it up so it's a little bit easier for everybody to get around it right. and, and see it yeah yeah and yeah. then the other thing i guess i would also say and this is just more me kind of in my philosophy of where um, the wealth tech market is in the U.S. right now. Um, I think there has been for the past decade or so a proliferation of, of what you would call point solutions. They do one thing, they maybe do it well, maybe they don't do it well, but often they do it well, the one thing they do mainly. And then you have these relatively large platforms that have acquired some of these point solutions and they you know kind of bundle everything in. And you have this like, these these are two very different choices for advisors. You're either like going to put together your tech stack with these like 10 little things and that's complicated or you're going to go with an all-in-one platform, which arguably it's very difficult to do everything well when you're in an organization like that. Um, you and I have both been part of organizations like that. It's not easy to, to do all that stuff well. What I kind of envision in, in terms of like a better future, frankly, for the industry is something in the middle between the, the 12 or the one, which would be like logical bundles or buckets. And when we did the, the strategy for nitrogen from a board perspective, and, and this is kind of where the growth platform concept came from, where we were like, so clearly the risk number is it is helping advisors connect with clients. It's helping them turn their clients or their prospects into clients it's, it's, and, and retain them. What else is necessary to make that like, and, and no, it was also an area where we didn't really see a lot of like really strong scalable competition. And, 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 and some of it does get into obviously also like portfolio construction and the GPA concept and, and efficiency of the portfolio. So those are all important too. Um, and then I, I so I would see like bundles like that, and then they, and then you have your kind of custody clearing maybe TAMP bundle. That's a separate thing. We don't we don't do that, mm -hmm. and yep. I think that's good. Yes. So you have yeah. to like strategies about saying what you're not going to do. Oh, absolutely. So that's where that's how I I that's why I'm excited about this this new direction. Absolutely. What else has got you excited about our industry right now? So overall, like and specifically. I think I want to turn it more towards um, just the work of advisors. Like, is there any way that you're seeing advisors um, maybe entering into into new markets or finding new ways to serve more people that have you kind of enthralled right now? Yeah, I'm really uh, intrigued by and would like to see more um, attention paid and and more success in the intersection of you know, wealth and retirement or workplace or whatever you want to call it. Um, 
it always kind of shocked me when I was like younger in the industry, how siloed everything was and how you would have these different accounts and, you know, nobody's really helping you with your 401k, but that doesn't really make any sense if you're actually looking at true asset allocation or your the efficiency of, of where you would withdraw your assets from. I mean, why wouldn't you be looking at your whole household level? But this whole household concept is like very hard to do well. And I find that baffling. <laughs> and <laughs> I there agree have with been you. Improvements. Yeah. I mean, right. I mean, if, yeah. if you stop, if you take like an outside in perspective, you're like, well, I, I'm hiring you to manage my money. Like, why are you only managing that one part yeah, of why my is money? This I thought one account over here right. just hanging out by itself. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and also if you think about it from an advisor's perspective in terms of, um, so that's like, the, that's the perspective of like helping the person. And then there's the perspective of like, well, what is the, what can help the advisor grow? Well, often the, the paycheck is where you're going to first, the, the person's going to first encounter their money and you as the advisor can like help them with their paycheck. Well, that's great. And then you can grow into wealth. So having, and, and, and now that the costs of through technology and, and other um, advancements, the costs of managing small amounts of money have come down. So arguably you could add value in a retirement context and, and not worry that you, you know, I need somebody with XYZ minimum in order to make my business run. So in any case, a long-winded way of saying, I really see an intersection. I, I would like to see more firms and there are some that are, that are working on this for sure, but I'd like to see more of that intersection. And that's my prediction, I guess you could say. Awesome. I, I, I absolutely agree with you. I think there's a, a massive need for it. And I'm seeing from the advisors that I have conversations with, more of an awareness of that as well, more of a focus on trying to enter into that retirement space. They're, I think they're seeing the opportunity that's there. And um, I, I think to me, it just fits with the whole conversation that we keep having about how everything is is about the whole person, the whole life planning, right? It just, it's all converging. And that's another way that it's all coming together. Yep. Yeah. 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 And the barriers to doing a good job in both of those, you know, parts of the of the person's life are coming down. So I, sh I would expect we would see more of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's stay on the advisor track. And this is a, a question I have been asking everybody who comes on the podcast this week. You didn't uh, warn me we, about this no, one. I, I'm, actually, this is fresh for you. Okay. But oh, okay. I'm excited to hear what you're going to say because I know you're going you're gonna to have a great answer. Uh, but we, we like to, with On the Circuit, always theme one question ar around the event that we're attending. So this week's question is... According to you, Trisha, what's the number one most important thing advisors should be doing to keep their clients fearless? It sounds so super simple, but it's listen. Oh, I have not had anyone say that yet. So let's like, let's dig in a little. Let's dig in. When you say it does, right? It sounds so simple, but it in practice can be difficult. So listen. What does that mean in a relationship? Yes. So one of my favorite features of the Nitrogen platform, which I'm sure the the executive team, because I, I, every time we have a meeting or I'm in an event, I'm always like, talk about check-ins, talk about check-ins. I am such a fan of these this two-question check-in. It's just so easy. You can do it on a mobile phone. And you know you can decide how often you're going to do it. I mean, I would probably do it at least quarterly. I think it, it provides such valuable insight. And it's a very easy way to listen. It's a super scalable way to listen. And the two questions are... How, what do you think about the market? You know, like, are you confident? I don't know the exact words, but are, you know, are you, are you, are you confident in where the market is? So you could either be 
fearful to your question, or you could be like, I feel pretty good about the market. And then the second question is, how do you feel about your portfolio and you, you know your, act, your actual money? And again, people could say they're like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm really going to reach my goals. I'm feeling uncomfortable. Or they could say, I'm feeling good, right? And it's just red and green. I mean, I made it sound harder than it even is. And so then you get these data points, you know, two, two answers to two questions, and you can stack rank them in terms of like, who should I really be calling? Because I've now heard from my clients. And if you're confident in the market, but not confident about your money, well, I should better call you. <laughs> Because that tells me it's a little red flag right here. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And if you're, you know, feeling good about the markets and feeling good about your portfolio, well, you've just told me something valuable. It doesn't mean that I'm, you know, going to totally write you off, but you're not at the top of my like list necessarily. Um, And, you know, you can go through the other scenarios. You're all smart people, but (laughs) you get the idea. I just think it's a brilliant way. Um, Yeah. I, I love that you brought check-ins into it because that's also my favorite feature. And, you know, as a marketing person, as a as a communications person, right. it's so valuable. Because yeah. we know pro- proactive communication is like the number one right. way you keep clients and how yeah. you, you grow uh, referral champions, right. I think, as, yep. as Aaron likes to say. Yep. And that's such an easy way to get quantitative yeah. look. Right. At who needs that proactive outreach. Right. I, it's And if you're doing it. it at an enterprise level, you can aggregate it up by advisor. And you could see like within these different books of business, like, oh, this is interesting. This advisor's clients are more concerned about the market than the other advisor's clients. Why is that? Is it a different client base? Is it because the advisor is communicating what's going on in the market in a different way? Um you know, and, and, and you can also see who's, you know, more confident. And so I just feel like it gives as a, from an enterprise uh, or firm wide perspective, there's also really interesting insight. Super you valuable. Get. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Trisha, that's going to do it for us on the circuit right. today. Thank you so much sure. for joining me. My pleasure. It was fun. Thanks for listening to today's episode of On the Circuit. We recorded this live at the 2023 Nitrogen Fearless Investing Summit. Make sure you hit subscribe, hit like, leave a comment on this episode to make sure that you stay up to date with everything happening on the circuit. And we'll see you next time.